Uh, okay, li listen, I understand you're angry that this whole thing has just been a movie, but, like, think about how cool that is. Like, we're on a movie set, man. Like, this is, is, isn't this cool? What are you talking about? This is terrible for both of us. You're telling me I've risked my life over the last, how, what seems like over two years at this point, for all to be fake? Yeah, but, like, wasn't it exciting? Just look how cool this place is. Like, there's just, like, a bunch of musicians that follow us around, and there's, like, a bunch of famous actors, and it's it's cool, isn't it? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, wait a minute, Adam. Uh, is that a Margot Robbie? Who the hell is Margot Robbie? That's Nellie Leroy, man. Who the hell is Nellie Leroy? That's Nellie Leroy. That's Margot Robbie. She she became popular when when she um did like a like a a, a movie where she w was in a bar or something. I don't think it really had a plot, but uh, can we go? Uh, looks like she's going to go film something. Do you want to go watch? Yeah, I guess we might as well. I mean, Leroy's like the best actor, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, let's 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 go find a good spot to watch. Yeah, there's like a bunch of like people in in the set, and like they're all yelling at each other and stuff. And it's I I kind of don't want to get in their way. Oh wait, what about that box over there? How about we go in there? Uh, yeah, that seems like a safe spot. And there's even a telescope in there. See, you could get a better view, man. Perfect. What could go wrong? And we're back. That's right. Uh, back after a crazy couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, Very crazy. How, yeah. How have you been, Adam? Uh, pretty good. Um, uh, way, way too busy, but I'm having a pretty good new year. That's good. That's fantastic. How about you? I mean, it's, it's been all right. I've just been, uh, some up, some down, but it, I mean, it's been all right. Right. Well, good. Yeah. Oh, well, for those of you home tuning in just for the first time, this is Pathetic Premiere. Uh, I'm Tyler, and this is Adam, and we kind of review movies every other week. Kind of. Yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's a stretch to call these reviews, but yeah, they're not like a normal review. Yeah, they're just kind of like using the movie as a focal point, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it's, on honestly, it's just we, like, dick around, and then we try to make relevant points in between dicking around. Yeah. Um, what, uh, and, uh, you can also catch out, catch up with Adam with his music reviews because you posted like three videos in the last like week. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, try to go ahead and make positive, uh, uh, reviews for, and kind of like promos, I guess, for underground bands. And cause nobody likes that. Sometimes I find something popular that I hate and I make fun of it. Uh, besides the one, one part, uh, the one episode last season where you ripped, uh, was it Beyonce, a new one? I, I think it was Beyonce, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, I don't remember was, what we did was... next, but whatever the thing we did after, like, she was, like, she did some of the music for it, I was like, I can't escape her. Right. No, wasn't it Rihanna? <laughs> no, yeah, it was Rihanna. I, I was like, I, I get a lot of those people confused, I think it was Rihanna, though. Yeah. But yeah, um, you can catch us on all of, uh, music uh, podcast sharing platforms, but mostly yeah. Spotify. Just listen to Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is the best one anyway, so I, I don't know what you're doing on a different one. <laughs> right. So, Adam. What's up? What are we doing this week? Uh, we're reviewing an insane movie, Babylon. Would you really call this insane? I mean, it gets pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
especially with Tobey Maguire. Uh, this movie, like, like in its exception, uh, like I want to say, like, uh, because it had a lot of people on high hopes. Because looking at what this guy, other things that this guy has made, from uh, Whiplash to La La Land to uh, a First Man, uh, and like, yeah, like he had a pretty high pedestal made up for him. Yeah. Yeah, the only one of those I've seen is uh, uh, Whiplash. But, I mean, Whiplash is, like, really cool. Like, I mean, I'd be excited to see anything else after seeing that. Right. Uh, and, like, like this one, like, it, like, missed the mark a little bit. I wouldn't say it entirely missed the mark, but it missed it a little bit. Yeah, I did like this movie, but, yeah, it's not as good as something like Whiplash. Right. And, like... Having like the stars, uh, star studded cast of like Brad Pitt, Toby McGuire, Margot Robbie, and some unknown guys, it's pretty cool, actually. Right, yeah. Um, I've actually, I don't think I've ever heard of the guy who plays Manny before, and he was really good. Like, he is, uh, I think he's just more foreign films than anything, but uh, yeah. he's relatively new. Okay. Um, as far as what was I gonna say, uh, as far as like the movies, like, plot goes it's more or less set over the course of 30 years which is yeah. insane to me right yeah it's like um it's kind of weird because this isn't really like uh i mean it kind of is like a historic movie but you know what i'm saying like the, like i wouldn't expect something unless it's like like a actual historical drama that's talking about a real thing to take place over that long of a period right and like the other thing is like this movie doesn't really have a plot I mean, it does, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't. Yeah, um, I, I think that's actually kind of cool. That, it, But yeah, I know what you're saying, like, stuff does logically flow from one thing to another, but it's not like there's, like, an ultimate goal of any of the characters, really, or anything. They just keep, you know, living their very crazy lives, and it eventually goes somewhere. Right, and, like, the thing about this one is... Uh, how should I say this? Um, the movie seemed to get, like, have a roller coaster effect. It was super crazy at the beginning, and then it goes to nothing, and then it goes super crazy again. Yeah, it has, like, yeah, like, the first, like, little bit of it is just nuts with just, like, the absolutely, like... Like, like, even the editing is frantic in the beginning of it. Like, when they first go to, like, the movie set, it's just like, like, this thing happened, this thing, this happened, this happened. That guy died. Oh, they ignored it and continued doing this other thing. <laughs> like, right. And then uh, in the middle, where it's just kind of just, like, all of them are stars, and it's it's crazy to think about. Right. It, it's, it is funny, too. Like, um... There's, like, I think that the movie has a consistent tone, which makes this even weirder, but it has that crazy Spitfire editing in some parts of it. And then there's, like, some crazy lawn takes of, like, not much happening, like, just, you know, Brad Pitt walking upstairs or, you know. Right. It's just, like, well, I mean, the, the last time he's walking upstairs is kind of important, but... No, it is, but I just say it's it's, like, interesting to see, like, so that was probably, like, a two or three minute lawn take after just a little bit ago it was like this crazy spitfire edit in right I, I guess like the best way to dissect this movie would be just to kind of go little by little in a sense yeah because i mean like the scope of this movie is crazy so yeah we can very easily get lost in the weeds like we get lost in the weeds with stuff that isn't this nuts uh cough cough seven cough cough <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
I guess to start off, like, uh, like, I know this is nothing to talk about, really, but, like, the whole beginning ten minutes, I want to say. Yeah, just the party. No, 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 uh, the elephant. Oh, the elephant. <laughs> of them trying to get the... It's, like, it's the weirdest way to start a movie, I would say. Yeah, that's... I think that really kind of shows how this movie doesn't really have a plot, because it... I mean, it does have an end, but it doesn't really have a middle, and even though it, it obviously has a beginning, this doesn't feel like a beginning, because there's, like, a bunch of random shit that happened in the first place for them to even be doing this, that... You you know what I mean? Like it starts in the middle of something, right? It's like, oh hey, there's uh, uh these guys have to deliver an elephant of all things in 1920. Which I'm like, where did they get this elephant? Yeah, it's just I. It, it's funny that where they got it from wherever, and they got it that close to the party, but then they didn't have a way to like take it the last little bit too. Right. Um. But it's it's just really interesting how they would manage to get the elephant to the top of the. The hill is it's like uh, yeah, the cars yeah. dragging each other. Right. Ah, uh, but yeah, uh, and then the party happens. Yeah, the party's just which the just... part the party is like the craziest party I've ever seen in my life. I can't imagine like wanting to even go to that. Like yeah. I would set foot in that house or mansion or whatever that is. I'd be like, I'm gonna be here for twenty minutes tops, and then I'm going home. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I think I would. Like, I'd probably have a drink or two, and I'd be like, there's too many people in here, and, like, you guys make me tired just looking at you. Like, I'm I'm going home. <laughs> I would... Yeah, it's it's an insane party to begin with. Uh, Like, from... Like, they even have a whole room just dedicated to drugs. There's people having sex in the middle of the hallway. There's insane things that are happening. Yeah, just... And every single person is extremely drunk or higher both. Right. Excuse me. Uh, but and this party probably started, let's say, five o'clock in the afternoon, maybe sooner. Yeah. They did not get done partying until like six in the morning, bare minimum. Right. Yeah. That's 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 like when you know there's a lot of drugs too, because like they were all still awake too. Like at least a large chunk of them would have been like, I gotta go to sleep at some point. Right. Um. What was I gonna say? After, but there's a lot of things, individual things that happen in the party. Uh, you get introduced to uh how brad pitt's a shitty husband yep uh you get introduced to uh his friend that is not doing well with any of the ladies yep um you get interest introduced to both the the trumpet guy and you also get introduced to the asian actress or singer yeah yeah and like each one of these characters are just like colorful i want to say no yeah they're all very entertaining and kind of I don't know the right word, like, maybe flamboyant is the right word? I'm not sure if that's quite right. I always say that. Um, but, like, the like the party is just, like, it's also Diego, like, uh, not Diego, Manny. Diego's is the actor's name. Uh, yeah. r running around trying to, like, figure out, like, what is there to do. Like, uh, trying to fix, uh, trying to get a dead body out, out the door. Yeah, that that's, like, kind of, like, I mean, the whole party's crazy even without something like that, but we're not even very far into the party scene, and they're like, so how do we take care of this? It's just like, that is absolutely insane that you killed somebody. Right. And it's just like, come on. Um, But, but it kind of also works out for the rest of the movie because Margot just takes over her place. So the whole rest of the movie would never would have happened if that guy didn't kill that gal. Right, yeah. Um, as far as, um, 
You know, like, of all these characters, I think being Manny would probably be, like, the weirdest one to actually be, because, I mean, he thought it would be cool to go, to, like, just go to a movie set, but he never set out to, like, be a part of it like everyone else did. He's just, like, the guy that somehow accomplishes everything and everyone wants him to work for them. Right. Like, his life is pretty well, in a sense. Yeah. Um, as far as... Uh, as far as, like, the ending of the party scene goes, uh, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Of, like, um, uh, Manny's character just looking off into the distance. Of, like, just taking all of Hollywood in, in a sense. Yeah. Like, that just lands. Especially after that, too, it's kind of like, a like, he finally gets to breathe for a second. Like, a surreal moment, almost. Yeah. Um, that that would be surreal. Even if you weren't there, it'd just be like, I can't believe that I put up with this crap all night long. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, hey, you got to bring Brad Pitt home. I'm like, he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is probably where it starts taking weird turns for him, too, because he's just, I don't even know who he works for in the first place, but he takes Brad Pitt home and Brad Pitt likes him. So Brad Pitt's like, oh, yeah, you kind of work for me now. <laughs> right. And like... What is Brad Pitt on in that scene? Because, like, obviously he just fell off a roof into a pool. <laughs> and then he... What does he do? After, then he passes out. Um, also, first off, you should probably, like, go get checked out after falling in a pool from 20 feet in the air. No, yeah, Even though it's a pool, you could still be hurt, yeah. <laughs> um, as far... Like, and then he falls asleep for maybe three hours. Maybe. Like, three hours is even pushing it. Yeah, because I did they they said what time they started on the set. I think. Yeah, I don't so remember what it, it was like it was like ten or eleven. Yeah, so they yeah probably at most like two or three hours. Yeah. They they well they probably started on the set at eight. They just probably were just waiting for Brad Pitt for all this time. Yeah. It's like come yeah, on. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? There's uh and the and it starts to get even crazier because the whole movie set is just uh insane to me. Of how everything works out. Yeah, I thought that the movie was gonna like slow down after the party, and I was wrong when they got to the movie set. <laughs> no, once you hit the movie set, it's just kind of just like go, 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 go. I I like how the people that were protesting were specifically from Skid Row. Right. Not protesting, striking. <laughs> uh oh, oh yeah, and then Manny's just—he's like, "You're in charge of getting all those people to work for us." I, I think the when he's like th threatening to shoot them, and Brad Pitt's like, "See, Manny's great." That's probably the funniest part in the whole movie to me. Yeah, it's like he's great. He's fine <laughs> as he's running, riding around on a horse, shooting a bl probably blanks into the air. Yeah. I hope they were blanks, but part of me feels like they might have just been bullets with how stupid everything else on well, that well, set was. Well, well, probably in story is probably like actual bullets, but like out of out yeah. of in movie terms, it's probably like you know. Right. Yeah. Um. What else? There is. Uh. And then the whole like like there's a lot of things that happen during the movie set scene. There's. Brad Pitt getting ready for countless hours, the countless battle, the yelling of the director. There is Margot Robbie's crying scene, and then there's Manny trying to get the new camera. And someone dies in the middle of all that, too. Yeah, it's like, what is going on with this movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no, there's not even, like, a plot yet. It's just kind of just like, hey, boobies. Yeah. <laughs> I like you know what makes it even funnier with Manny trying to get the camera is he 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 stole like a like a 
an ambulance or something to get it there in time, right? Right, yeah. He wouldn't have had to done that if Brad Pitt just showed up on time. Like, if he didn't party so late and he was there when everybody else was. God damn it. And, like, and that, like that's the thing, though. It's just kind of, like, like the whole movie's kind of Brad Pitt's fault. It, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, uh, because well, that was one of his uh, friends that killed the girl, so that would have mitigated the whole Marco Robbie showing up. And if yeah. he, uh, if he was responsible, uh, he would have made it on time, so Manny would never have to go get the camera. And he would never had to go home drunk, so many would never have to come with. Yeah. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I, you know, I think you're actually right. Like honestly, none of this would have happened if he wasn't so stupid at that party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else? Oh. I do. I think probably the other thing I like about the movie scene, just because it's so stupid, is almost the entire time when he's getting ready. And he's basically just holding up the whole movie. He's sitting there writing dialogue, which, like, it's a fucking silent movie. So, if, like, the even if it was good, they weren't going to use it, but it wasn't even good. No. Uh, it was that scene, and probably the other scene that's really good, in my opinion, is the whole Margot Robbie crying on cue. I know, yeah. That I, I just like how they're like, what the fuck? And she's just like, yeah, that's, I just think about home you know and she's like oh okay just give me one tear you know no no give me like watery eyes and then two tears no i got even better <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh what else what what even happens after this actually because <laughs> that's such a whirlwind it takes up most of my memory of this part yeah because it takes up that scene alone takes up a good 30 minutes yeah let me go to because wikipedia the uh, we're not sponsored by Wikipedia because they won't sponsor us. Uh, ba- not Babylon, like the place. Babylon the movie. Like, uh, I was like trying to Google stuff for this, and it was like that. It's like really. <laughs> uh, do uh, does it even tell me what happens next? No, I think what happens next is uh, a lot more of just. I think it's just a time skip of just uh, Manny helping out Brad Pitt's character and uh, Margot working up the ranks. Yeah, probably. Because, I, no, the one this, thing I'm think. Oh, go ahead. No, isn't this where uh, Brad Pitt sends Manny to New York to uh, to go spy on uh, uh, a colored, uh, like not a colored movie, like a non black and white movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a Technicolor, yeah. Yeah, and then go see, or no, it was it's with voices. First. No, it was with sound. Yeah, sound. Uh, and um, and he sends uh. And then he meets Margot there and they go visit her mother. Yeah, I think that's um one of the next things that happens. I think right in between that and the the movie scene is when Margot keeps showing up the original main actress person. Yeah. And um she gets uh plastic surgery just to screw up production of the movie. Yeah. Oh hundred hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, there's there's that scene that happens at this point. Uh, there's another big scene that also happens. There's uh, is this where uh, Brad Pitt's character gets shot by his second wife? I don't no, know when that no, happened. No, he, we first have to meet his second wife because in order to meet his second wife, we have to go to the pool scene. Yeah. The, which the pool? Let's let's just talk about the pool scene for a second. Yeah, let's do that. Any, before we get any further with that, because the pool scene is just bananas. You mean um. 
like the second party where they fight the snake at the end, right? Or yeah, different pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, okay it's, yeah. It's, it's essentially like everyone's having a good time. The Marvel shows up with the entire like USC uh, football team because they lost a bet and they're all her slave now. Yep. <laughs> okay. Why not? I did they say what the bet was? No, I don't think they did. Maybe it was a game of something. Maybe a game of poker or something. Yeah. Oh, what else happened? And then uh. The uh, Lady Faye Zhu does her song again, or choice, and then Margot runs yep. off. After Margot runs off, there is... Uh, she comes back out hearing her, what her dad said, as Brad Pitt's trying to save his friend a second time, after his head stuck in the toilet. Yep. And Margot dare, uh, dares her dad to go fight a snake. And, and he's so drunk, he's willing to actually do that. Yeah, so they drive out at probably 3 in the morning to the middle of the California desert. Yep. <laughs> and they somehow find a snake in the middle of nowhere. I was, I mean, I'm sure there's snakes everywhere, but yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, it's nighttime and they're driving and shit. Like, how did they see it? <laughs> right? It's like, how do you, what are you doing? <laughs> this, um, and then the, there's, the dad passes out, Margo goes to fight the snake, and Margo... Uh, gets bit by the snake and everyone starts freaking out they're um, running like i think a lot of people would do that but like if that happened and i was there i would just i would just watch like not not like like you deserve it but i would just like i'd be like running's not gonna help and i don't want to go over there and get bit too so i guess i'm just gonna watch this go down and hope it gets better <laughs> right and like uh, i mean they're all drunk so they're all have like pretty much a lot of adrenaline but it's still yeah Jeez Louise, man, this movie is something else at this point. I like how, like, instead of it just bites her, it bites her her neck. Like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure even if you did take the venom out, that would actually kill her because it was her neck. And then uh, Faye Zhu comes up and she's like, oh, I, I, I guess I gotta suck the poison out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, darn. You know, backing up even a little bit before that, uh, the thing I was thinking with, like, the dad at the party, even before the craziness with the snake, I was just like, can you imagine not only being her dad, but she does, like, all this crazy, especially for back then scandalous behavior, and you just go to a party with her? I mean, he, he, I mean, he probably just wants all the fame for himself. He, but, he yeah. probably does, but, like, that's gotta be crazy. Like, he's gotta at least secretly hate that, right? Like, no. He's he's having a fun time, probably taking a fifty percent cut. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> well, Margot says she has no money half the time, so right, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, as far as because then I think the New York the uh New York scene happens, and then after that, uh, the we meet her mother, Margot's mother, in like the insane asylum. Yeah, maybe? yeah. Um, I think that is right after the um after the big movie set thing and it's it's probably like the first like not like like maybe sincere conversation that Margot and manny have right uh it's 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 like the only not crazy part of this movie yeah this movie is like a non-stop go 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 do not put on the brakes right yeah <laughs> i mean there's like probably like one part in the end of the movie where it's like okay let's slow it down just a little bit yeah there's um yeah, there's like a couple parts where it slows down and then it like really slows down um near the end quite a bit. But yeah, like throughout most of the movie it just keeps going. Because um 
Which I don't even know why they threw the whole mother thing in, because, like, they don't even touch on it again after that point. Yeah, I feel like that, like, there has to be, like, some deleted scenes or something where there's more to that, or there wasn't really a point to it. Right. And, I mean, even then, there's not a point to it. Like, if they deleted all the other scenes related to that, they should have just deleted that scene, too. I, like, I don't understand. Like, I need to watch this, like, because I have it on DVD, I need to watch, like, the deleted scenes or, like director's commentary i have no idea but wouldn't surprise me if you like looked at the deleted scenes and they were like an hour of deleted scenes i'll be like son of a bitch (laughs) what's next uh after that scene it's i think it's because he comes back and saying oh hey picture movies are all the best and then he shoots uh brad pig's character um so he's out of the picture for a second so we have to go transfer over to margo's character with the college scene which is probably the best scene in the entire movie that scene is really great yeah that's 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 at least my second if not my favorite scene it's it's just insane of all the dominoes falling in a weird direction if that makes sense no yeah like (laughs) like i don't even know like what do you do with that scene it's just if everyone just yelling at each other because they did like eight takes for that one scene right and i don't think eight takes is really that much to get a scene down but i can see why they're getting that mad because the scene wasn't even really starting it was just like five seconds into it you're in the wrong spot the uh microphone fucked up you're in the wrong spot again <laughs> well and then the guy comes uh, the guy comes in the door he's like no stay uh <laughs> The uh, well, the guy that was really, really yelling at them, he wasn't the director. Like, what, what the heck was his job that he was like freaky out that much more than the director? Even to be honest, I'm not really too sure. <laughs> it's just like, like the director's taking it fine and he's losing his shit. <laughs> right. It's just, it's ridiculous what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. It is funny too. I, I'm sure this has actually happened, but it's funny that the scene just barely starts and there's something seriously wrong with it a bunch of times in a row. And then they just completely nail everything in one go. They're like, did we do it? Did we do it? Oh shit. This scene hap- this scene happens before the party because like once the this is done, then it was like, oh hey, let's go have a party. I'm okay. Sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm feeling this is starting to go exactly like Seven did. <laughs> like, this movie, it, I wouldn't say, like, obviously we watched it, but, like, at the same t- token, it's just a lot of things happen at once. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I mean, especially since I've seen Seven so many times, that was really fucking stupid that I had no idea what happened in it. But watching this once and it being as long as it is and jam-packed as it is, I feel like this is, like, kind of understandable how we could screw it up some right what happens so at that point i feel like we jump over to uh the trumpet players story randomly that's that's even if that's not what was going next that's kind of what i was thinking of no we jump to uh another one of my favorite scenes is the uh singing the rain sketch when I saw that, oh, that's seriously what I was thinking. I think I said that the near the end of the movie, but I was just like, man, if we were alive back then, you would see that and you'd be like, man, this is perfect. And I'd just be like, I hate this so much. <laughs> just singing in the rain. Just singing in the rain. And, uh, I just love how they have Noah's Ark in the back. Yeah, they're questioning it too. They're like, why is that there? I don't know. We just put it there. 
It gives me a lot of Blazing Saddles vibes. Especially scenes like that, it does, yeah. <laughs> because if that's where Diego or uh, Manny or whoever, whatever you want to call him, talks to the trumpet player for the first time. Yeah, and that's that's why he ends up kind of being in the movies, because uh, Manny's just like, this is, like, really stupid. Like, there's multiple things stupid with this. And, um... I can do something better with this. Right. It is kind of scumbag behavior, though, that he takes credit for it, though, because, like, even though um, he he was dissatisfied with it and asked, hey, what can we do to improve this? It was not his idea to uh, film the performers. Right. Um, then a lot of things happen where a lot of, like, this movie is a clusterfuck. Like, obviously, a lot of good happens in the first hour and a half, but it's just crazy for the second hour and a half. Yeah, From... I mean, it's kind of, like, relentless. Like, I don't think it... I mean, the you're thinking, like, oh, it's so crazy with the party and the movie, like, the original movie set and everything. It slows down a little bit until, like, they kill someone in eight takes and stuff like that. And then you start getting into, like, the even crazier crap at the back half of it. Oh, yeah. It's, like, them going to... Like, it doesn't even make sense, like, plot-wise of, like... Oh, Manny, like, gets to be the leader of K- uh, Kinoscope, um, and he, uh, makes somebody do blackface, which, oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, when we're, I mean, you said it to her watching, it's just, like, there, I think every single person watching it thought this, they're just, like, there were so many solutions that actually made sense that weren't that. Right, it's just, like, why would you do this? Yeah, like, just, just take the spotlight off him or turn the spotlight down or do normal makeup. Like, like normal actors put makeup on. That's not that. And it works fine. <laughs> uh, and you see Manny's like descent into madness there for a little bit. Uh, and he tries to do his biggest task ever to take the person who he absolutely is in love with and tries to make her more professional. Yeah. Um, she will have none of it, but he, he's, she's just not going to give up. And then you have Jack, uh brad pitt's character realizing that uh he's out of touch with the movies and um i mean that's got to be such like a kind of strange thing to anyone but especially him because he's hypothetically the first person this ever happened to so it's not like you know he can like hear about somebody else who got washed up you know yeah uh, and he, he's just like, because he's realizing that like his serious movies are becoming comedies with the way he portrays his characters. Yeah. Um, and that's pro they, they touch on this a lot earlier where they're just like, Hey, like a lot of these actors were not like, like very good, you know, like, like they couldn't actually deliver lines or anything like that, but that didn't matter before. So like, I'm not sure what made him a star to begin with, but yeah, like when he has to talk, it doesn't like come out well, you know? No. And then like, there's some other minor scenes where he actually has a sit down conversation with, uh, the gossip writer, whatever her name is, which yeah, I, uh... he's like, he's like, I came in and they didn't even allow dogs or women in this, uh, in this town i guess who changed that me right yeah i was like really i was really really surprised when she was actually a character i thought that was a throwaway joke when she was asking about like the underage girls at the party and then she actually came back as like oh i'm like how are you alive (laughs) um what yeah this movie just has a lot of takes and turns to it essentially it really does like even in like one scene 
Like, like going back to your favorite scene with them trying to do that in a bunch of takes, you're just like, oh, they're just getting frustrated, whatever, and then they kill somebody. It's like, that is, I would have not ever seen that coming, okay. As far as this movie goes, like, um, because I, I'm just going to go off, like, the actual biggest award show in, of, how should I say, the biggest award show of what the Academy Awards, it was only nominated for three things, and it did not win okay. any of them. Okay. I've uh, got best costume design. That w- actually makes sense, yeah. It got best original score. I, I don't remember a thing about the music in this movie. Uh, there There's like one or two songs I really enjoy, but that's about it. And then there's... I know uh, there's a decent amount of jazz, but that's just because they were playing jazz. Yeah. And then there's best production design. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all at once. Or it was nominated for, you mean? Or Yeah, uh, yeah, what was nominated for. Oh, yeah, for best costume design, it lost to Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. This probably actually should have won that. Uh, what did it lose to in best original score? Best original score, it lost to All Quiet on the Western Front. I can't speak to either of these on that. <laughs> and best production design, who won that? It lost to All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm, I'm willing to believe All Quiet on the Western Front had... Pretty good production, but haven't seen it yet. Well, you, well, you know what it's about. Wait, I read the book. I just I haven't seen the movie yet, though. I mean, it was decent. Uh, it was. It's okay. not like it's not my kind of war movie, but it was decent. Okay. Um, I, I guess think that's most war movies. Like either they're really cool, or it's just like, yeah, I guess I guess that was a movie. I mean, it it takes a different approach at it. I want to say. Yeah. Um, as I guess, like this would because like, there's only two really two big scenes to talk about left. There is the the party. I wouldn't say the party scene, but like the the proper party scene in a sense. Yeah, the like uh the posh party. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh at one point a little bit earlier, Brad Pitt's trying to get in all posh and popper, but it doesn't really work. Yeah, out. and um, I is this his like third wife or something? Is the yeah. is she works um on Broadway, so she actually knows how to act, and she's trying to help him. Yeah, and he, he's just like, maybe it's not for me. Which then he goes on a mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I understand... I, I obviously do understand him freaking out that his friend finally actually didn't get help. But I I don't understand um, just, like, for no reason at all, being a dick instead of just telling her what happened. Exactly. It's like, just tell her, man. Uh, then after that, uh, the, the posh party, nothing really happens. It's kind of just a slow ball of just like, like a, I don't want to say slow ball, but like it just slowly gets more and more crazier and crazier. Right, yeah, like you're basically just... Um, a ticking time bomb of sorts. Yeah, like you're just kind of, like you know it's not going to work. Anyone who's watching this knows that she's going to say or do something that's really bad and you're just kind of waiting for it to happen right it's just like come on um that, that yeah. kind of scene uh, that's that i think that's probably an interesting exercise maybe if you were gonna try to like kind of like if you wanted to write stuff like this to hone your craft to kind of look at that scene and just be like okay so i think a scene like this is actually kind of important for her character and stuff and um, I also think that this movie is three hours long and this is a really long scene. So maybe it should be cut somehow. But if you cut it, it probably loses its impact at the same time. So I, I think this would probably be a good kind of case study of like, how can I maybe make this a bit snappier with it still having the intended effect? Right. It's, it's, it's essentially just showing that there's no way of Margot actually changing 
but it's also showing that it's it's like you can't change a person of who they are. Yeah. I mean, people can change. Don't get me wrong. It's just she's like not going to change though. Yeah. Like there, there's there's certain things that like that's just your personality, and no one's ever gonna change that. And then beyond that too, like you gotta be willing to change. You know, like you gotta sit down one day and just be like, you know what, I I don't want to be like this anymore. Exactly. Which uh, th- that kind of shows by the end of the scene, really. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I knew that she was gonna do something bad, but like it was worse than I expected. Right. Uh, the whole bear and the rabbit story. Yeah. <laughs> um. What? And then after that, it's kind of a time skip, a mini time skip. We have uh, Jack's final scene of after he finds out that his friend died and he started to uh, the Asian actress and just wishing her luck as she leaves. Yeah, and um, I I don't remember most of the score in this, but because it actually was very effective, the, the um, music was very good for this part and it really set the scene. As far as after that scene, there is only uh, if, uh, he looks at his wife one more time and then tips the bar uh, bellhop one time. He's like, "Hey, what? How, how how big was your biggest tip?" It was like, "Oh, it's from you from last year, actually." Oh, okay. Say how much money did he gave him this time, or did he just give him like a giant wad of cash? Yeah, just a, just a giant wad of cash. I just wished yeah. him luck. Well, like, did you expect that was good? What was going to happen? Like, as far as what happens after this, that. Uh, exchange, or do you think it was just going to bed? Uh, I I kind of suspected it. I guess, like I I mean, I I wasn't shocked by it because I was like, okay, so I mean, I I think the the scene gave you enough clues. I don't know if I would have expected that if it just happened without the build up going to that. But it's like, okay, there's like you know some pretty melancholy music, and he's obviously very depressed. And this scene is obviously very important if they're gonna linger on it this long. So I, 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 it kind of showed its hand a little bit to me. Right, it's like something bad is gonna happen at some point here. Yeah, so, uh, so I, I, I mean, I didn't know he was gonna do that, but I was kind of sitting there thinking, like, is he gonna kill himself somehow? And blame all, yep. It was just surprising. Yeah, like, um, I, I didn't think at the beginning of the scene that was going to happen, but yeah, probably. I mean, most it wasn't even like halfway through the scene. I think when he actually entered the room and hits the camera stayed outside, I was like. He's probably gonna kill himself, isn't he? Yeah. Um. The only really wrap up we don't get is with the trumpet player. Yeah. Basically, his wrap up is he's just like, "Hey, uh, I refuse to do movies because those people are bigots, and uh, I I do like playing at local venues, so I'll I'll just do that the rest of my life." Yeah, that works. Um. And then we start like the final ticking time bomb. Of Margot going to Manny because she's like, hey, I made a bad deal with all these debt collectors um, or borrowed some money that I can't repay. Can you help me out? So I actually did some math here to help put this into more perspective. Yeah. So um, based on the Wikipedia article, it looks like this part happens in 1932. So she said she owed him $80,000, which in money today is 1.7 million dollars jesus christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and manny's just yelling at her and she's like where's your money and it's like oh what money i spent it all i like how I, um a lot of the times like i'm like damn i wish i had subtitles but i think that scene was better without the subtitles because like i did not have to know what he was saying to her to get that scene 
like it's like that's when you know a scene is like perfect is like like you know what's going on but it's just yeah it, it transcends language even the performance there <laughs> it's it's like and like getting yelled at by somebody in a different language is a surreal experience in a sense if that makes sense yeah i think i think that's actually what so i mean they could have put subtitles it'd be like oh sure whatever but that persp- that scene isn't from the audience's perspective where like the audience is just kind of like an omnipotent being that just sees everything that's important it's from her perspective and she doesn't know what he's talking about either probably but like he's just <laughs> I mean... scared of what's gonna happen yeah he's like he's like just sleep here we'll figure it out in the morning yeah um which then gets to her partying still the next day i'd be so mad i would just be like what are you doing that you lost 1.7 million dollars and you're still doing this shit i don't know then his friend gives him a call and was like hey uh i think i got a plan for you I, I can't believe that uh, they didn't talk about this before they actually arrived at well, well, wherever yeah, that was. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing that's like an hour, hour and a half drive, I would guess. I mean, he should have talked about it while he was even on the phone. Like, be like, okay, so I came up with your money, but you're not going to like how. Well, yeah, I got it from your guy. Like, what are you talking? What guy? Yeah. Um. But, like, pretty much what happens is he shows him the money and then he's like, oh, okay, and does not even ask any questions about it. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, I mean, most of the things, even if it's crazy, most of the things the people do in this, I can believe that person would do it. But this this is, like, probably, like, the one time in this movie I'm like, I, I do not believe Manny's character wouldn't be like, how the fuck did you get this? My biggest thing with this movie is, how, how should I say this, is it's very interesting to see how much the color of the movie dilutes by the end of it. Yeah, you had said that when we watched it. I don't know if I would have really noticed that really myself, but you saying that, I'm like, yeah, you know, the movie does get, uh, like, it's, it is very colorful and vibrant, and it becomes kind of, uh, I guess, bleak, Bland. you know, with the look of it. Yeah, because essentially after that point, we get to probably the weirdest scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the second, yeah, pretty easily. Maybe the second weirdest. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty easily the weirdest movie or scene to me, at least. Then out of nowhere, you get a Tobey Maguire jump scare. Yeah, <laughs> I look how demented he looks. He's just like a fucking goblin, <laughs> right? I'm like, what if he was still like playing Spider-Man and he just like shoots webs? <laughs> and he's just like, what? What is this? Because <laughs> he doesn't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Or, yeah, he he's there and he's like, oh, thanks for the money. I got a great idea for a uh, movie. It's like, oh, what's the the movie? Oh, uh, uh, see, there's this kid and he's like secretly a midget for the entire movie and tra- plays a, plick, uh, uh, a trick in the audience. Aha! Yeah, and uh, Manny's just over there just like, I know I made someone put blackface on, but even I'm not like that, you know, much of a, of a bigot. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I, I don't. Oh. He pitched like one or two other things. I don't really remember them. The only other thing that I remember from this segment is uh, is at the very end. He's just like, "Oh, let's go to one of my parties." Uh, yeah, right no. at uh, wherever should I say? Yeah, I mean that place still confuses me so much that they go to. It's like they go into a cistern. Yeah. And it's like fucking huge, and it has levels and stuff. It's like I don't know if this. I mean, maybe something like this exists, but I don't think cisterns are like this. 
No, it's like, uh, and then they go deeper into it by four floors. Yeah, there's their... like all kinds of like, yeah, like I, it's like the, the like the, it's not even the lowest level has the crocodile with the water and stuff. So yeah. it's like, so they have all that water above their heads in the lowest level. Like what? And is it supposed to be like the seven levels of hell, or what is this? Yeah, it's like, I don't know it? enough about that stuff to like connect it, but I'm saying I'm thinking it's probably got to be something like it's it's like in the levels of hell or something. Also, I like how we're like combining like the seven levels of hell and like the seven deadly sins of seven of both like two confusing movies. Yeah, it came full circle. <laughs> yeah, uh, as far as this, it just gets crazier and crazier as you go further and further down, and Manny's just freaking out all the way down. You know, I I mean, I, I do not have, like, I'm not squeamish um, in, like, the least. But when they were like, oh, yeah, he'll just eat a rat. I was like, can they not show that, please? <laughs> like, I really don't need to see that. Right. Oh, like, please, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, that's not, like, a actual rat, though. No, yeah, I, I, I know it's it's not. But, I mean, it was pretty gross. Like, they, they made it pretty convincing. <laughs> Right, it just uh, uh, and then Manny's like, uh, one of the guys realizes, hey, this is fake money. And it's like, oh shit, it's time to go. I think that's probably, um, I, I think it's funny too, because like, I mean, it's not necessarily that great of a chase sequence, but after all that, that chase sequence was actually like pretty cathartic, actually. I would say so. It's just, uh, the, the, like him chopping up the alligator and just like the chain that was holding the alligator back is pretty funny to me. Yeah. I like, I, um, I think missed opportunity because I think most people would do this. I believe if these characters did this is, um, you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Uh, at like the end of Breaking Bad, when Jesse finally escapes and he's like driving away, he just like screams because he's just like so happy. If when they got into the car, I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> like, they were just going to be like, <laughs> for a second. Right. Um. What? And then, essentially, they're just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then they go pick up Margo, and then they're just like, tell him to go pick up our stuff as they go get gas. And Margo's just does So, does... like, they ditched me if I was the, the guy when they got one to get gas and it took that long to it. be like, I'm going to die. They ditched me. And, and Margo's just having the time of her life. Yeah. It's... She's just like, and... oh, la di la di la yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I mean, I know that she is currently high, but I think that he probably could have, like, like, if he explained how badly that went, I think that she would have been more cooperative. Right. Because, because he just kept being like, we have to go, we have to go instead of, uh, the, uh, they, like, it's even worse than it was last time you saw them. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to go. Um, he uh, and then they have the whole little dance sequence, and uh, he asks her to marry him, and uh, she says yes, which is kind of a surreal moment in its own self. What did you say? Yeah, I'm surprised she said yes. <laughs> I mean, she was probably drunk enough. Yeah, or high enough. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, like maybe like, she actually realized who Manny was finally after right. three hours of this movie, <laughs> and probably like ten years of in movie time. <laughs> right. Um. After that segment, uh, uh, they finally get back. She's like, uh, and he's like, wait here. I'll be right back. And what does she not do? She just, I, the, the, um, when she leaves too, I mean, I think I kind of get why they did this, but I was just like, this movie is so long. And there's like a long take of her slowly dancing away. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it takes very long, but it's kind of needed. Yeah. 
Uh, And she walks away, like, never to be seen again. Uh, So we don't know if she gets killed and then drug overdoses or, like, overdoses uh, and then gets killed. Yeah, um... Yeah, basically, we just know they find her dead from, like, the newspaper clip-in. Exactly. And then, um, I'm very confused as to why the guy decides to spare, um, Manny. Yeah, uh, which, that, I'm a little confused about. I'm like, unless he just realizes, like, hey, he pissed himself, he's, he's already scared out of his mind. If we, if I just tell him, just like, hey, get out of here and never come back, uh, I, I bet that's probably the reason yeah i i think that that probably is why but it's just crazy because like he just not only killed the other guy but killed someone who wasn't even yeah he heard of this yeah he was just chilling yeah i mean it works though and like he left and was like gone and i was yelled from marco's character and no one came he's like shit i'm this is dumb and leaves yep and then we get into a 22 year time jump yep and for some reason, he comes back. He's just like, they won't recognize me. <laughs> uh, could you imagine after the movie theater, he just gets shot? If that was actually the end of the movie, I would have been like, okay. So let's talk about this end for a second. What did you think of the ending? So I actually think that the end is pretty cool. If it wasn't at the end of this movie, because it's yeah, it, it, at this point, I'm just like, come on. It's it, like, I want it to be done. And it it just keeps going, but I think that it is on its own. If it wasn't part of this larger thing, that's maybe kind of bloated. I think it is pretty artistic, and it does make like a kind of like cool point where it's just like you know I haven't seen any movies, even though like I gave up my life for them, and like a bunch of people I knew and liked and loved died for them. And he finally sees them, and he's like, "Was it worth it?" And he, I think he decides it was, and I I think it is kind of like a cool moments but it, uh, it's it's really drawn out i'm not really in the mood for it at this point in the movie <laughs> right uh but at the same time like this this segment like it starts off with the whole singing in the rain section again uh and it goes into like and you see him crying and everything and then it shows like a weird conglomeration of uh movies like it shows like terminator at one point it shows avatar which is just strange to me and then it shows like a yeah. little like, lava lamp, I want to say. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the weird uh, psychedelic stuff was, but yeah, there's a lot of just weird psychedelic stuff. And then you have the the music playing in the background, which makes it worse. And I was like, what what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a very weird ending. Yeah, it's like, very avant garde. Yeah. But like, like, don't get me wrong, I really like this, like the idea of this movie at start. Uh, but yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I I think that if that end didn't have, like... I mean, it doesn't detract from it that much. But yeah, the weird psychedelic stuff I don't think really adds to it. So if that was gone, and if this end was at the end of a two-hour movie instead of a three-hour movie, I probably would have really liked it. Right. Like, this movie could have been cut down a little bit, but I also understand why it's so long. Yeah, I kind of touched on that some, too, with, like, uh, how would you rewrite this scene so it happens and it has the same effect, but it's not so long? Because, like, a lot of the stuff, I think, probably was worth it. Like, it did add to, like, the character development or the story or something of something in most of these scenes. But... I don't know how you could make a lot of these scenes shorter. And I do see why they were important to his vision, I guess, when he was making the movie. Right. 
there's nothing you really can do to um maybe like once we watch his third movie maybe you can kind of get an idea of his like overarching because you saw his first movie with flash and you saw his most recent movie with babylon maybe if i show you his middle movie and then it'll kind of see how he progressed in a sense yeah i know that we had talked about because you're talking about la la land right yep oh, yeah I, I mean we've talked about watching that anyway so I mean, I'm, I have, I'm sure that's just you know a matter of time i mean i have not seen uh his fourth movie first man but i don't think he like actually wrote that one if i remember correctly okay um uh, let me double check um uh, oh apparently he did like another movie so he did uh guy and madeline on the park bench uh then he was the writer for the last exorcism part two but he was not the director or producer then he was just the writer and not the director and producer for Grand Piano. Um, but he was director and writer for Whiplash, but not producer. And then he was just the writer, but not director or producer for 10 Cloverfield Lane. I was actually, I was going to, because I went to his IMDb while you were reading that too. I was like, I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's cool that he wrote that. Uh, and then he did Lava Land as a director and writer. Then he did. He was the director and producer for First Man, but he was not the writer. So that's why okay. most people don't consider First Man at one of his movies. Got it. Okay. Because yeah, the rest of these, like basically the entire thing was him, and that was like the style of it was his, but not really. Yeah, but you could see the substance. Long, like as far as like musical movies, like you can see like those Whiplash, La La Land, and Babylon are his three most. Yeah. The most one should I say? Um, as far as like. Like, it was kind of a box office flop, and I don't understand how. It's also very... Yeah, that was one of the first things I saw was its budget was more than its box office when I went to Wikipedia. It also came out at a stupid time, because they were trying to squeeze it in for the award ceremony, for the award season. Yeah. Because it came out in December 23rd, 2022. Wow. You know, that's maybe part of why it flopped, because, yeah, everyone's, like, busy with, like, the holidays and stuff then. And then movies tend to not have that much marketing and just kind of tend to, like, die off after their first two weeks or so. Unless it's, like, a Christmas movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see why this... I bet the release date might have hurt this. Yeah, and, and like usually awards like get announced at the beginning of January or something like that. Yeah, I mean they could have just waited. They could have put this in spring of the following year. Right, but then people forget about it because how many movies do you remember of last January? Probably none. <laughs> right, but yeah, uh, I think we talked about pretty much everything we wanted to talk about though. Yeah, um, I'm sure that like there's random things we didn't think of, but like with the scope of this movie, I, I we're not gonna get it all. No. Which we're not here for. We're not uh, those uh, type of people, I want to say. Yeah. We're, we're not, not like we're... on YouTube with like part 27 of Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, as far as a uh, rating, I would probably give this like maybe a seven out of 10, maybe six and a half. Yeah, I, I'm not just on a good day. I would say seven on like a bad day. I would say six. Yeah. Like, like it's not like it's a terrible movie. It's just a little bit too long. I would watch it like probably every once in a while, but not like all the time. Yeah. Cause, cause I mean, that's kind of my overall impression of it too, where it's just like, yeah, it's so long. Like you kind of got to commit to it, but I like almost every scene in the movie and yeah. it's, it's like artistic and I like the nonlinear story and everything to it and stuff. So it's it's entertaining and whatnot but yeah it's i'm it's it's bloated yeah it's it's not bad yeah i think i i could probably comfortably say seven 
Yeah, let's do a seven. So Pathetic Premiere gives it a seven out of ten. Woo. So next time, uh, uh, we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, uh, we will figure it out. Yeah, uh, go follow us on everything that you can find us on. And listen to the other 50, 80 some episodes of her we have out. One of these days, I, I think that's kind of how, like, how most podcasts works, but one of these days we're just going to look and be like, oh my god, we got like a ton of views. It's just one person because they just went through our back catalog. Um, which, oh, yeah, which at some point we got to, which I wonder how that is for a new person because they probably start out with the first episode of a Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, and they're just like, well, I'm not for listening to any of the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. One of these days we should just redo Welcome to the Jungle and delete the old one. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't do it for seven because seven is just like too iconic. A seven, our, our like, our failure with seven is actually pretty funny to me. So yeah, I would definitely leave that. Right. And the production value, even though our production value is a lot nicer now, isn't like completely horrible like it was on Welcome to the Jungle. And I feel like if we did um, seven again, we would still get the same outcome. Probably. Unless yeah. we took like <laughs> notes of like this happens, then this happens. Yeah, <laughs> we probably would. Um, but yeah, uh, we will see you guys next time. Yeah, peace. Okay, the movie's done. Uh, is it getting hot in here? Yeah, it's. Uh, I I think we need to get out of here, man. I feel like I'm gonna pass out or something. Okay. Uh, uh Adam. What? Where's the door handle? Are you are you kidding me? Uh, uh is it one of those push doors? Yeah, just let's just kick it. Well, that didn't do anything. Oh, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little woozy here, Adam. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, I think we'll be fine. We just. Uh, uh I'm. I'm just gonna close my eyes and uh, think of a way to. Yeah, um, way to well, get out of. I am sure we'll be just fine. It's not like we're gonna wake up in another country.